Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, it's not you. 5G is a big letdown. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Check them out. Two great companies at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right. There's an article that popped up in my uh, Wall Street Journal feed yesterday, and I was reading it. And I thought, you know, this is relevant. This is interesting because we had a bunch of people in the healthcare industry say, 5G, 5G, look at 5G. It's amazing. Well, I think it's been a letdown, and this article confirms that I think it's been a letdown. So let me give you a little bit from the article. So this was from January 11th, 2023. It's not just you. 5G is a big letdown. Not only a letdown, a big letdown, okay? What a weekend. After a 5G-powered robot performed surgery on my foot, I took a 5G-powered self-driving car to my 5G-powered house where my 5G-powered drone delivered a guacamole-powered burrito. None of that happened, of course, but you know what did happen this past weekend? I turned off Verizon VZ 5G on my iPhone and barely noticed the difference. The 4G LTE performance and coverage felt just about the same. Three years since the U.S. cellular carriers lit up their next generation networks and promised to change the game, the game hasn't changed. And if you're among the millions of Americans who recently upgraded, you probably already know that in 2022... 61% of U.S. cellular customers access 5G networks according to the Global Wireless Solutions, a network testing and research company. Verizon says it's got the 5G America's been waiting for. AT&T promised to transform the future. T-Mobile had Miley Cyrus belt out faster speeds nationwide. Yet those tiny 5G indicators on our phones haven't, haven't bought, brought much except maybe a higher bill and faster draining battery. Wow, that's an indictment. Let's see. The U.S. cellular carriers continue to put up new 5G towers to improve the speeds and coverage across the country. Let's see. Why hasn't it improved the speeds? That's because unlike 4G that brought Uber, streaming Netflix, and more, 5G's killer app isn't even for smartphones. It will most likely foster emerging technologies. No need to cry into your 15-page monthly bill. However, once you understand exactly what kind of 5G you're using, and he goes on to talk about the fact that there's three kinds of 5Gs. There's a low band 5G, which is essentially just a little faster 4G LTE. You have mid band 5G, which is known as the sweet spot. Mid band offers greater speeds while covering relatively large distances and working well indoors and out. T-Mobile's got a lot of this, which is why the company has led the industry speed and coverage tests. Ookla, most recently named the fastest mobile operator in the US with the median download speed of about 116 megabits per second. Verizon and AT&T mid-band offerings are more limited right now, but are expected to expand this year. So you have mid-band and then you have high-band 5G using high millimeter wave frequencies. This provides the fastest speeds at close range. 
You need to be near a tower and the signal has trouble penetrating walls. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile offer this shorter range service in select cities and often in bigger arenas, stadiums, and airports. Unfortunately, there's no indicator to tell you the difference between mid-band and high-band, so you have no idea if you're on it. That goes on. T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T from left to right. Oh, it shows their shows what their signals look like. Since so you have 5G UC, 5G UW, 5G Plus, just different ways that they have it out there. On Verizon's ultra wideband, I got 500 megabit download, but I didn't notice a difference when streaming Netflix, watching TikTok, loading websites, or sending messages. You don't need a fire hose to extinguish a candle. Where might you see a difference? is during commuting hours and other times of heavy congestion. Cheetan Sharma, a telecom industry analyst, told me a Verizon spokesman said that 5G's higher data capacity helps at concerts, sporting events, and other crowded areas. All right, <clears throat> so that's what we're looking at today. Let's see. No, 5G isn't likely to change your life, but you can still get the most out of it, especially if you're paying more to access it. It goes into that it says, be wary of the coverage. Check out your carrier's 5G plans. Uh, you can try another carrier. Don't forget to use Wi-Fi. Of course, don't forget to use Wi-Fi. It was interesting. There, <clears throat> there was a time where I was talking to CIOs and they were saying, hey, we're going to replace some of our networks on our campuses and whatnot with 5G. So instead of wireless, you're going to see 5G. The problem with that, of course, is that 5G doesn't penetrate walls, requires a lot of of new uh, towers and all that other stuff, which needs to be built out by the carrier. You can't really build that out by yourself as a health system. So that that challenge was sort of doomed to failure from the get-go. Anyway, they go on to talk about some of the things which we could see real benefit from. And one of the things they mentioned, which I've looked at, is the in-home 5G broadband routers that are starting to pop up. So if you're tired of your cable modem, you might want to check that out. T-Mobile, I think, is probably the most, um, they just have the most spectrum to work with. So it's probably the, the, the best one to look at. But anyway, they have mobile broadband routers, which could change things, maybe in rural areas. Although, again, not huge distances. So 5G has so many limitations that are, it's making it hard for it to make that breakthrough. So anyway, that's what the article had to say. Let me give you my so what on this. The so what as a technology leader is you, you have to be careful what fads you decide to put your weight behind. You have to you have to be careful what fads that you're going to sort of stake your I'm an innovator claim on. And 5G was an incremental innovation. You know, you go from 4G to 5G it's just an incremental innovation. And then the other thing is you have to weigh the amount of time it's going to take for maturity of the technologies you're talking about. So just yesterday, I talked about RPA, AI. I talked about computer vision, ambient listening. These are technologies that have been around for a while and, and are gestating in the process of growing up to be innovations that are going to revolutionize things. But they're way ahead of 5G. Now there's a lot of money chasing 5G, but at the end of the day, the 5G is gonna take probably a decade to get to even close to its promise. First of all, you have a, a lot of area to cover in, in this country. Second of all, there's a lot of technology challenges they still need to overcome, and they will overcome them, by the way. 
I have no doubt they will overcome them and we will have these amazing speeds and it will foster some emerging technologies. But you don't want to you, you don't want to be talking about 10 year plus technologies as an innovator. You want to be talking about those technologies that have gone through the first cycle, the first iteration. RPA is now, you know, becoming, I wouldn't say a mature technology, but it's a it's a viable technology. It's a valuable technology. There are use cases within your health system to deliver value to the organization. AI is making huge strides. At some point, I'll talk about ChatGPT because it is the conversation du jour right now that I'm having with CIOs. But at the end of the day, AI is making huge strides. And not only in the uh, administrative setting, and it's phenomenal there, definitely in the imaging area for sure, but also it is making huge strides in the clinical setting. And you can refer back to the stuff that I reported on earlier around Mayo Clinic and how they've baked in 16 indicators directly into the clinician workflow. Again, so AI is 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 practical. It has use cases today that you can get people excited about. Computer vision. I've talked about Artisite a couple of times. There's other companies out there. I'm, ex- I'm most excited about Artisite because I've uh, had several conversations with them on the show. And I see it as uh, when I had the first conversation with them, I thought this is the most revolutionizing technology platform and product I've heard about in the industry it, since I've been in the industry. And so I am I'm high on that. You know, the, the other sponsor for this show is SureTest. I've looked at what they're doing essentially with an RPA solution around testing and saving tens of hundreds, if not thousands of man hours on testing, which you have to do anyway, when every time you receive, receive a new release of software and they are automating that 80, 90% of that process. I'm like, that's, that's ours. And that's technology that's real, that's delivering value today. Same thing with Artisite, real delivering value today, especially in the areas where we're struggling, which is in the workforce shortage. So anyway, I would be careful on the technologies that you stake your I'm an innovator claim. 5G was not it. 5G is like like saying, hey, we're going from we're going from wired to wireless. People were like, you know, there's an awful lot of convenience there. But at the end of the day, I'm still accessing the network, right? It was an incremental move. Whereas some of these other technologies we're talking about, ambient listening, computer vision, RPA, AI, we're we're talking, they are ready for the, the next step, which is new, innovative integrations into your clinical workflow, into your system that deliver real value. And remember, I, what I talked about yesterday was delivers hours back to your organization, not necessarily dollars, hours, because that is going to be the real crunch over the next three years, I believe. So if, if not beyond. So that's, I think that's the so what. The so what is 5G is there. It's going to evolve. You can use it. I wouldn't tout it as my innovative technology. I would be playing with it. I'd be looking at it. I'd be trying to explore it. But at the end of the day, if I were doing anything of real consequence, if I was doing a surgery or that kind of stuff, I wouldn't be doing it over wireless. <laughs> I just wouldn't. I would be doing it on a wired network at this point because it's more reliable. 
at the end of the day, it's more reliable, it's faster, so forth and so on. All right, that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture. And hey, would really love for you right now to shoot an email to somebody and say, hey, check out this podcast. That would really help us out. Don't forget, we are partnering with Alex's Lemonade Stand to fight childhood cancer and to look for cures. And we are doing a fun drive all year long. You can see that in our progress at thisweekhealth.com. There's a logo of Alex's Lemonade Stand on the top. Click on that. You can see that we are already at $10,000 for this year, and we would love your help. Click on that. Go ahead and give today and help us to support finding cures for childhood cancer. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Definitely check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.